Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Manuj Agarwal. Manuj, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. So excited. You are the CEO and CTO. You got a very technical background of a, uh, of a, of a website, tetranoodle.com. And, and can yeah. you just kind of explain real quick, kind of uh, if you and I were in the elevator, how you would explain what tetranoodle does? Yeah. So we work with startup founders and mid to large scale companies who need help with uh, their technology. And uh, we help with the coaching, consulting and training. So coaching for individual entrepreneurs or startup founders, uh, consulting for uh, getting things done with them or mm. for them. And then training is to train their staff on the latest technologies. So give me some examples when you say that a startup that uh, maybe has a learning curve, maybe it's just, you know, getting, making better use of the tech, the platforms that they're using. Is that yeah, yeah. kind of, am I, give, give me some yeah, yeah. use cases of what that might look like or a chance. I guess the, what I'm interested in is the problem that yeah. someone may have and go, oh, I better listen. Yeah, yeah. So what happens is, you know, a lot of people come up with uh, brilliant ideas about starting a startup, right? And they say, this is going to change the world. Uh, let's start working, build a product or service. And now comes the hard part of actually executing it, uh, you know, figuring out, okay, what is the next step? I take that idea from your head into something that is tangible that people can pay for. Yeah. There are a lot of steps that happen between, you know, um, between that idea coming to your head and then, uh, producing some revenue, and uh, there are good ways of doing things. There are bad ways of bad ways of doing things. And over the twenty years, I've seen a lot of bad ways of doing things and some good ways of doing things. So what I do is, you know, help uh, help startup founders take their raw idea and apply all the good practices and everything that I have learned, uh, which is you know not not my invention at all. But I just try to compress it and make it more efficient and uh, take their idea from where they are um, to uh, something that uh, they can start earning revenue from and start so growing. When you talk about, uh, you know, overcoming, a, you know, a, maybe a technical hurdle or challenge or, or something. Yeah. So this would probably be around a product or service that they want to develop, but maybe they don't program themselves or they've never hired programmers before, or maybe they have, but maybe not done so very efficiently. Is that where you exactly. come in? Yeah, exactly. So uh, even before we hire programmers, there's a process to validate that idea because, you know, as entrepreneurs, we get too excited uh, yes. about something that, so it's more about, you know, validating it, not putting any money, just going, talking to people, getting some feedback and refining that idea uh, to, to make sure that whatever we produce is actually going to hit the mark and is actually going to be something that people pay for. And then wow. you go to a prototype stage where you still don't build the product. You just sort of, you know, build a, a shell of it and then uh, go back and get more feedback. Uh, and then you continuously go, uh, you know, get more feedback until you're sure, okay, this is something that people will pay for. And now you start hiring. And that's the next step where, who do you hire? How do you evaluate people? How do you make sure that, you know, these are the right people? How do you save money? 
Do you want to incorporate in outsourcing into this? So these are all the challenges, you know, all the decisions you have to make. Um, so once you have hired the team, now you need to figure out how you optimize their that investment and make sure that they are doing the right thing. Because uh, again, you know, in this industry, uh, you can do things in a way that tech, that can actually really uh, strangle your growth uh, in the future. So let's say if you're building a house and somebody recommends you, you know, build a house without any foundation. Yes, you can live in it for a few years, but when that earthquake happens, you know, your house will be the first to uh, get demolished, right? So putting in those foundations strong enough so that the, your technology, your marketing, everything grows as your business grows. Those are some of the things that you really need to have some prior experience and and having done these things before to, to be able to say, okay, this is the right direction. This is the wrong yeah. direction. Yeah. You know, Manuj, I, I love what you're talking about. And in fact, I'll, I'll recount a conversation I had with a, a friend of mine uh, the other day, and he was interested in, so he's, he's worked a, in the service, you know, uh, uh, as kind of a um, consultant. Mm-hmm. And he sees a need in doing what he does to, to be able to have a software solution to do mm-hmm. elements of what he does and provide that for his clients. Yeah, and yeah. so we were talking and he's like, well, look, I, I think this is going to be a good idea. I've had some good feedback. So I'm going to go and hire some developers and get this thing built. And it's probably going to cost me about $25,000. And I said, whoa, oh, time out, time out, time out. All right, let's slow down there, Tex. Uh, so I, I started asking him questions of, you know, about validation. And, you know, it's just like, you know, the business model around this. And then number yeah. two, which you referred, you know, you talked about, I said, listen, is it possible that you could come up with a phase one solution where it's incredibly inefficient and it's based on all of your time, but at least you can begin this process of emulating what this end product is going to look like. Phase one. Phase two is maybe identify an an imperfect off-the-shelf solution that that, that I've done this a lot in my companies. You, yeah. you identify something that's like, well, it doesn't do exactly what we want, but we can make it work. And maybe yeah. we'll have to spend a little bit more manual time, but I can get a white label version of this software for $800 a year, as opposed yeah. to $25,000. So exactly. maybe we do this until we generate some revenue with it. And then we give our audience our, you know, our grand vision, but maybe we don't do that for the first six exactly. months uh, yeah. until yeah. we really prove this out. Tell me how I did. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You know, you you hit the nail on the head. So uh, the 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 sad fact is, you know, um, and this happens in every industry, but but particularly with the startup tech startup world, you know, uh, the media has glamorized it. So you know, every every entrepreneur thinks uh, from the eyes of job uh, Steve Jobs or you know uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Because, uh, you know, that's all they hear about. They, that's all they know about. But the real entrepreneurship is much, uh, much less sexy. You know, it's, it's, the, it's the grind. It's, it's, you know, figuring out what, what needs to be done with limited resources. So um, you're absolutely right. Need, we need to scale it back. We need to look at scrappy way of doing things. And we need to, like, you know, really get to know the customer and get in their head. And, and basically not spend money or time on things which are not very important. Like, yes, if we become Apple someday, we can spend all the money we want. That's right. But, uh, initially, yeah, I mean, Scrappy is the way to go. Even if it's not perfect, if it's solving a real problem, people have a lot of tolerance for imperfection. 
Yeah. You know, and another thing, Manuj, speaking of like, you know, financing something like this. Now, my friend is, you know, that I talked with, I mean, he's doing, he's got, he's got great money. I mean, and so he was going to bootstrap all of this. And so I'm thankful that hopefully I persuaded him to, you know, maybe save, set aside some of his budget and maybe do this a little bit more thoughtfully. But I think of other people who are saying, I got this great idea. I'm going to go out and find investors who are going to bankroll my great idea that's completely untested. I think they're going to get met with a lot of crossed arms. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, see, the thing is that that is that is the whole point about uh, how the media is turning this industry, right? They only talk about how much money people have raised. No, I mean, never have I seen any news item which says, "Oh, this startup uh, became profitable day one," or you know, they grew their revenue. Yep. Like the real, real focus of what a business should be, right? Um, we never hear about that. So uh, people just think, okay, I have an idea. The next step is raising money. And the the unfortunate fact is that even if you succeed in raising money, you're just uh, trading your old job uh, from working for your boss to working for your investors, right? So because with a raw idea, they're going to take pretty much, you know, the whole, a lot of equity in your company and they're going to be dictating to you how you run your company. So it's better to, you know, take a little bit of time Think about this problem, uh, spend some resources, validate it, build a prototype, get to some revenue. You know, even if it's like $100, you have proven that people will pay for it and then, you know, scale it up from there. Maybe even think about raising money at that time, not before that. I love this. So the person who's listening to this conversation right now, Manuj, I think is this is if there's one episode that you share uh, of a podcast that you listen to this week. I think this could really save a lot of people a lot of heartache. I would imagine, Manuj, in your experience, you have come across some some pretty um, pretty sad stories of of companies that did this wrong. Like they put all their money in, they didn't mm-hmm. manage it right, or they mishired, uh, and as a result, you know, ended up either having to go out of business or really setting themselves back. Yeah. 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 Well, um, yeah, there are a number, a number of stories. Uh, I can share a few if you want. Um, Uh, Yeah. Without naming names, you know, I don't feel too, we don't want to put salt in their wounds, but (laughs) yeah, yeah. there was this uh, good, uh, you know, promising company uh, started by one of my dear friends and, uh, basically, it was a good idea. Um, there was no competition in the market. They uh, they managed to raise some money. They even managed to pre-sell the solution to their customers. That's how good the idea was. But as they raised money, they invested um, most of their money in branding. They they hired professional actresses, uh, shot some videos. It was like really sexy, right? Uh, but under the covers, the product had pretty much nothing going on. Um, They spent so much time and money in building something together, uh, like putting something together. They hired the wrong team. Uh, The product didn't work. Investors were really, you know, sort of breathing down their neck, like what the heck is going on, right? Yeah. And and so, you know, they ended up spending money on the videos or or the branding, which looked sexy, but didn't really serve anything. Hmm. So now they, you know, they are in a tight spot. Money is running out. So I looked at that. And then, uh, you know, basically I, I put together a small team very, very quickly, uh, salvage whatever was, uh, what was uh, salvageable, launch uh, three products within nine months and turn the company around, right? Like focusing on, 
focusing on the revenue, focusing on what the customer is looking for, not yeah. not the sexiness, not the, you know, those are things which can come later. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Listen, it, you know, and I can speak as a consumer expert or consumer advocate and, and consumer leader. Uh, it, you can't really get away with that today. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it just, I'm sorry, but it is way too easy for your clients to communicate their authentic experience in a way that's going to be way more powerful than your ads and videos. People today, we're all consumers. And if you're a business owner, you are going to do your due diligence before you engage with anybody or anything. I know I do. And Mm -hmm. I know that my clients do as well, Mm -hmm. which is why, you know, when we, if we can't deliver the goods for somebody, you know, we really bend over backwards to make sure that we do whatever we can to make it right, uh, or we do not go to market with a product. And we've launched products where it's like, you know, that didn't work as well as we had hoped it would. So we we still have to make that right. And, you know, go back to the drawing or go back to the, you know, go back to, what's the expression? Go back to the drawing board. Yeah. (laughs) And and find out how we can improve that. Uh, Mm -hmm. But man, thank goodness, you know, we didn't, Here's here's something you had mentioned Apple. I mm-hmm. see this a lot. That is, we all think that we're far more brilliant than we are, right? We, yeah, it's yeah. like I've got the greatest. And listen, I, no doubt, you know, it it can positively impact the world, but mm-hmm. we don't know what the market needs before they do. That's just yeah. really, really rare. And, yeah, and yeah. that's a really risky business proposition. W- would you yeah. agree? Tell me more about like validation. Why yeah, yeah. I mean, see, that, that's the thing. Like um, the sad part is uh, I've read uh, Steve Jobs' autobiography and a lot of startup founders read that. And it says, uh, you know, Steve's, uh, his philosophy was your customer does not know what they want you do, right? Yeah, but they right. Fail, to, fail to understand it took Steve Jobs 30 years losing billions of dollars, failed products and whatnot to get to that point. Yeah. Right? And it, 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 they need to take it in context. So yes, you, you may become so good at your art, you may know what people want, but reality is like nobody predicted Donald Trump to win. Nobody yeah. predicted Brexit will happen. So we really don't know, you know, only if yeah. we talk to people, we validate the ideas and, we always second guess ourselves. I mean, not second guess, but always uh, take our own opinions with a grain of salt. Yes. Uh, that's when, you know, you start to refine the idea and really dial down. Okay. You know, this is what people want. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I, I know I can't do this. I don't think anybody can really do this. Like if, if you've spent six months writing a book, um, mm-hmm. Of course, you think it's the greatest thing that's ever been written. I mean, if you've spent you know six months uh, and you know sixty thousand dollars developing a product, oh yeah, mm-hmm. you better feel pretty optimistic about it. Yeah. But yeah. at the end of the day, the market will tell you, and you have yeah. to, you you. It's I, I feel silly saying trust the market. The market is the market. I mean, it, yeah, that's exactly. that's all we have to work with. And the market yeah. will tell you, uh, you know, whether or not your idea is good or not. This, it doesn't yeah. matter what you think. It's will exactly. people give you money? And, um, you know, you can even ask, like some people, I think they make this mistake of they'll just ask people out on Facebook. Hey, yeah. if I did this, would you, you know, does this sound like a good idea? On Facebook, man, all your friends, they're going to be like, yeah. yeah, 
yeah, go do it. Yeah, you should start a food truck. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Follow your dreams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> do not listen to those people. They're your friends. They're not exactly. going to give you money at the end of the day. How, exactly. how could we do that better? Yeah. Well, so uh, you're absolutely right. First of all, don't don't talk to your friends because they're friends or family. They're going to be nice to you. Yes. If you are going to talk to them, ask for some investment or ask them, are you going to pay for this? Because, you know, the moment you bring in money, uh, money question, that's when they will really yeah. tell you the truth. Right. So it's, it's, a sim it's a simple way, you know, okay, you like the idea, will you put $100 into this venture? You know, it doesn't have to be a lot, but at least now you, you have that, uh, you know, yeah. qualifying question there. Um, and, then, uh, and then there are so many other uh, area, uh, places where you can go and, and get objective feedback. There is a usertesting.com. There are websites dedicated to, you know, getting objective feedback from people. Yeah. Uh, you'll have to spend a little bit, bit of money, but you can do that. Or you can spend a little bit of time and go, you know, go to the mall, go to uh, networking events, go to, you know, people where they don't know you and they will be brutally honest with you. And that's exactly what you need. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll say to your face, this is a stupid idea. Don't do it. Or they'll say there are 10 other competitors out there. You know, do you know about them? So it's better to take that humiliation, save your time and money and not get into something which is not going to work than to, you know, beat your own um, uh, sort of uh, horn and, and then keep going with it, drinking your own Kool-Aid yeah. uh, only to realize that, you know, this was a wasted effort. I'm going to ask you a question. We've only got a couple minutes to answer it and it deserves about 20 minutes. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, but how do we hire great technical talent to produce uh, a, a product? Yeah. Well, I mean, experience is number one. Uh, you know, uh, actually, when I hire, I look at attitude uh, because I can understand their experience. But if somebody is hiring for their team experience on a on a similar project or something that they have done, a proven result is very important. And then the attitude, because, uh, you know, startups are kind of really a chaotic um, environment. So you need to be adaptable. You need to have like, you know, uh, a good grounded um a way of looking at things yeah. and uh, and then basically you know just common sense basically you know not not coming in your own way because most of the time we fail because we come in our own way that is that is the that is the reality like you know we don't take responsibility for our own actions so if we start to realize whatever we are doing is sabotaging ourselves or you know trying to do things based on our ego based on our past experience um, a lot of problems get solved right there you know, Manuj, there's so many other questions I, I, I wish we had more time to uh, talk about, but uh, I want to make sure that people know where they can find you. Uh, and that's, of course, your main website is tetranoodle.com, but you also give away a six-part video series. Can you share just a little bit about that? Because this is completely pro bono. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I focus on the mindset. As I said, you know, entrepreneurial mindset is very important, which I realized after going through my own trouble. So uh, if somebody wants to get these free videos, go to innerget.com, I-N-N-E-R-G-E-T.com. -E -E and then there is a, a technology video series as well, where I show them how to manage their uh, technology and grow it. So you can get that at tech.innerget.com. Or you go to my website, there's right there on the homepage, you can click on both these video series. and, and Oh, okay, great. And again, that website is tetra 
noodle.com, which is a pretty memorable name, which I was commenting how much I love that. Um, the other website, by the way, is innerget.com. I just want to make sure that people didn't miss yeah. that. So, uh, so Manoj, thank you so much. Uh, Manoj Agarwal, you are the CEO and CTO. You got wear two hats uh, of tetranoodle.com. And, and uh, gosh, we didn't even really talk a whole lot about your, your, your business itself and, and how you've been able to grow and scale that and kind of some of the, uh, the success that you've had. But needless to say, you've been doing very, very good business for a lot of great companies, a lot of great startups. So, uh, so Manoush, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.